University of Mary, we believe, as did St. John Paul II, that truth is known through both faith and reason. Human reason seeks the truth, but ultimate truth about life cannot be found by reason alone. In today's challenging higher education scene, the University of Mary is flourishing because our mission is to help students live fully in this way, not just existing, but really living. We offer education for the whole of life, and that's the difference. Discover the Mary difference at cometomary.com. That's cometomary.com. Do you want your business's message to be heard by a dedicated audience during one of our biggest on-air fundraisers of the year? Tune in to the RPR Network for our Spring Live Drive, which runs Wednesday, May 8th through Friday, May 10th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time. It's a family reunion as we bring you great stories of how the Lord has touched the people you know through Catholic Radio. To become a sponsor of the Spring Live Drive, contact me, Brett Byler, by calling 605-670-8333. It's fun to to think about when I listen to like Catholic Answers Live, for example. Always amazed whenever I hear callers call in and go, you know, I'm not Catholic, yeah. but yet I'm listening to Catholic radio. And I just think to myself, what is it, of all the choices that they could be listening to, uh-huh. what is it about that program that draws them in, even when their own beliefs are challenged by what they may be hearing on that program? You know, especially like when you talk about pro-life and, you know, that's like, Hey, we want people who are who are not pro-life call in. It's just like, really, you can make a program. Like, there's people out there listening to a program <laughs> about pro-life, and and they're going to call right. and say, "I'm not pro-life, and this is why." So I can't help but think, you know, how many people is it reaching that you never knew? You know, I don't know who directly who I'm helping, but I trust that God is going to turn it on, and at the right point, at the right time, on that radio, the right person's going to hear it, and in some way, shape, or form, I was part of that. The 34th annual bike race and ride between the NDSU and UND Newman Centers is Saturday, April 27th from 8 a.m. till noon. To register for the 25-mile race and ride from Hillsboro to Caledonia and back, all riders must stop by St. Paul's Newman Center in Fargo Friday, April 26th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. St. Paul's Newman Center's goal is to raise $175,000. For more information, contact Emma Hergenroder at emma at bisoncatholic.org. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now back to the show. Good morning once again. Uh, You're listening to Real Presence Live. This is Father Mike Malloy, your host for the show. Um, uh, Andy Shaw, who is normally with me, can't be with me today, but uh, we're thinking about him and uh, hope that he's doing well with teaching those little kids over there. I'm sure he is. He's an excellent teacher. So... um, we're back with you, and uh, in just a moment, we're going to have the opportunity to visit with uh, Bishop Robert Groose, who is um, uh, oftentimes with us on Real Presence Radio, and I think we always appreciate having him here. But a couple of things I wanted to mention to you and um, reminder to you that um, the uh, Straight Talk segment is available every um, every time there's uh, Real Presence Live on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. It's at 9.30 Central Time and 8.30 Mountain Time. Um, so just to remind you of that. And then uh, one of the callers that called in asked for some resources or some um, uh, an understanding about uh, the um, promises from the Divine Mercy Chaplet. And uh, I understand Eli is with us and has um, some of those resources available that he could share. Yeah, thanks, Father. So, uh, yeah, just uh, I believe that was Pam that had called in and 
Um, just wanted to refer her to the Tuesday, um, April the 23rd edition of EWTN's Open Line. Um, they really they, they went over the chaplet in uh, in pretty good detail. Uh, and she can find an archive of that on our website. Um, that's yourcatholicradiostation.com slash open dash line. Yourcatholicradiostation.com slash open dash line. Uh, and also, if she wants to, uh, if she wants help praying the chaplet, uh, we do have the chaplet here on the RPR network uh, every day of the week at uh, 3 p.m. Central Time. Um, so hopefully, those are some things that can help her um, in her uh, in her uh, journey for more information on the chaplet. Great, okay. and and anybody else who's listening because it is a it's a beautiful devotion um, that that has uh, is, has relative recent history in in, in our church. So. Well, today, as I said, we're going to be joined, we're, we are joined by Bishop Robert Gruss. Good morning, Bishop. Good morning. It's great to be with you again. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing great. Had a great Easter, a great Triduum, um, a wonderful celebration of, of Easter. Yes. And, 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 and Christ's mercy. And Christ's mercy. And that's what we're, we've been talking about <coughs> a lot today. So um, we are not beyond the God's mercy and love, um, and we're grateful for that. So... First of all, Bishop, what does mercy mean? How would you explain that? Well, you know, if you look at the word mercy, it, it comes from, you know, oftentimes people have heard the word misericordia in the scriptures, in Latin, in the church. It's used, that word is used oftentimes. But so, so if you were to divide that word in half, so misericordia, you divide it in half, we have misery and cordia, <laughs> right? So misery really is, is, it's about misery, and cordia means heart in Latin. And so it's really mercy is or miser- misericordia mercy. It's um, the heart indicates a capacity to love, right? And mercy is that love which flows from the heart to embrace the misery of others. So when we look at the, when we look at the, the, the God's mercy, the Father's mercy, Christ's mercy, what is happening is it's He is embracing our misery and taking it upon Himself. And mm. transforming it into love, and forgiveness, and mm. um, and, and and mercy. Um, so it's it's really it, it's, it flows from the heart of the Father. You know, it's a love that feels our poverty as its mm. own. It feels our pain as its own. Christ, when he when he gives us his mercy, when the Father pours out his mercy on us, he feels our own poverty, our own pain. But not just to, ex- but but with a real um, a view of freeing us from it. Mm. You, know, you know, so when we receive the Father's love and mercy, when He takes on the misery, the poverty of our own pain and suffering, it's not just to take it; He frees us from that. If, if we receive, open our hearts to receive the mercy uh, that's being offered to us. So, so what that you know, what you just described is beautiful. It's like, why don't we do that? Why don't we open ourselves up to that? Well, it's, I mean, I think sometimes it's hard, and we don't know. Some, sometimes we don't know how to do it, or we don't know what to do. Um, but it's it's bringing, you know, if we, if we are to receive mercy from the Father, if we are to receive mercy from from you know the you know the whole Paschal mystery, the suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus is about this mercy poured out upon us um, to save us from our sin, to save us from our misery, to save us from our poverty, and and so often we, we just want to. Oftentimes we have a hard time receiving it because we don't want to accept the fact that we're sinful. We don't want to accept the fact that we're broken, that we really are impoverished people. We have impoverished hearts that is in need, that's crying out. 
you know, for God's love and mercy. We don't we don't necessarily see that in ourselves mm-hmm. oftentimes. And and so if we're to receive it, we have to bring our misery to the Lord. We have to bring our poverty to the Lord. We have to bring our sin to the Lord. You know, the sacrament of penance is a perfect example of 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 the, of the Father's mercy being poured out of it. And, but it is a time that we bring our sin to the Lord. But just in our ordinary day life, you know, you have a bad day, a, a miserable day, and you you come home, you feel beaten up, you know, by the, you know, by the, you know, whatever's happened in the day. What do you do with that? You know, you. you if we want to receive mercy in and around that, if we want the Lord to transform that, then we have to bring that to the Lord. So we have to take time out and pray yeah, and, and, and invite the Lord Jesus into it with us so that he can transform it. You know, he comes into He brings his mercy into our hearts when we invite him into it with us. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, his perfect love casts out all fear. It transforms everything into love and peace and joy and hope. Yeah. As you're talking, Bishop, I, I, you know, I think... <laughs> I think sometimes, you know, the, there's an expression that says misery loves company. And I, I find in my own life that there's times when I, I, rather than doing what you just said, I want to hang on to the misery. Not that I particularly like it, but I, it's like I know how to do it. I know how to be miserable. <laughs> well, you know, we can, we can be very comfortable in our misery. Yeah. Because if that's kind of a, a normal mode of operating in our own life, then we become comfortable with that. And so... You know, we we just and oftentimes people live with with a sense of resignation. This is just the way it is. This is just the way it's going to be. This is just the way life is. But that's not what the Lord desires for us. You know, Jesus is the face of the Father's mercy, right? And so uh, Pope Francis says, and so when we bring this stuff to Him, um, we don't have to live as joyless people. It's a choice we make. It's a choice we make to live in misery, mm-hmm. you know. But we we have also can make a choice not to, and the, and the, and and to make a choice not to live in the in the misery of our lives is to bring it to the Lord and invite Jesus into it with us, so He can transform it mm-hmm. into peace and joy and consolation. Because in a sense, misery what is it? Is is a form of desolation, right? And and the Lord doesn't want us to live in desolation. He said, "I came so you may have life and have it to the full." He didn't say, I came so that you can just live with the misery in your life. With less than. Yeah. 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 So. You're, we're listening to Bishop Robert Gruson from the Diocese of Rapid City. This is Father Mike Malloy. You're on Real Presence Radio. If you've just joined us and we're talking about the mercy and love of God. Um, um, Bishop, you said a couple times here how you know we bring that to the Lord or we bring allow the Lord to come into that. Can you talk a little bit more about you know, if somebody's listening, saying, "I don't know how to do that," I, I don't. I mean, I'm. I had a bad day. I came home, and you said, "You know, I have to take the time to bring that to the Lord." What does that look like in a concrete way for someone who's never maybe done that before? Well, let me give you an example from my own life, um, and it happens regularly. I think, in some sense, you know, you know, as um, as leaders, oftentimes we get a lot of, uh, you know, negative mail, right? letters in the mail and sometimes they're signed sometimes they're not just for an example and sometimes when we when we read that we take it on right we take it on and and what does it do with our hearts it kind of stirs them up it makes us feel bad sad depressed angry whatever it might be you know so you know when, when i when i come when i when i when I live with that i mean it changes my interior disposition which comes out in my external acting right mm-hmm. and so in order to 
experience the Lord's mercy on that is coming to the Lord, taking time in prayer, just being quiet with the Lord and saying, Lord Jesus, I feel beat up today. You know, this is what happened. This is what happened. This is how I'm feeling. I'm feeling rejected, resentful. I'm feeling angry. And I know these are not of you. You don't want me to feel this way. So, Lord, I invite you into this pain, into my own poverty, into this anger, into this suffering, into this misery. Come and be with me in it, in this moment. And then we just let it be and just sit with the Lord in silence. So the Lord Jesus can minister to our hearts in the way he does it. And we may not come out of that with some big you know, ecstatic experience, but, but Jesus always does what we ask him to do if it's going to lead us to love, right? Mm-hmm. And so when we invite him into the mess, into the misery of our life, his love transforms us through mercy so that we can respond out of mercy and not respond to life out of the resentfulness or the anger or whatever it might be. But it's, it's about acknowledging what's in my heart, what I'm feeling, I'm feeling beat up today, and this is how this is what I'm feeling specifically. So it's naming it, it's sharing it with the Lord Jesus, inviting Him into it, so that He can come in. Perfect love transforms everything, and He can only come in with perfect love because God is love, mm-hmm. and 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 He does that in His own way. And so then we, as we allow ourselves to receive this ministry from the Lord and His mercy, then. The Lord changes our hearts, I mean, and, and, and our disposition and our interior response to life. And then we respond out of love and not out of something that's not healthy. Right. <clears throat> that, um, that, that's, that's beautiful and, and, and a, a really practical thing to do. I, I often think in my life that, that we believe or we, the way we approach this is that Jesus is waiting for us to get through, get over, get past, whatever it is that's blocking, and then he'll be with us instead of realizing because of the of his death, on the, death on the cross that he wants to be with us in the midst of our suffering. I mean, the suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus is, is all about mercy. The whole of Jesus' life was about mercy. As Pope Francis says, you know, that Jesus is the face of the Father's mercy. So his whole reason for coming into the world was to bring his mercy and love so that our lives might be transformed and we're led back to our original condition before original sin, if you will. You know, and, and, the, and, the, and the perfection and the beauty of, of, of God's love. But, you know, like any relationship that we have, whether it's with others or with God, we have to invite them into the relationship with us. Mm-hmm. You know, so we have to invite Jesus into our lives in this way. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not going to just force himself upon us. He doesn't want to live us. He doesn't want us to live in misery. He wants us to live in mercy. But we have to invite him into it with us. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he's not going to force his way. In. And it's, it's his deepest desire. It's Jesus's desire is to bring consolation and mercy and love to us, so that we can live this life of joy and peace. That he, did, you know, this Easter joy, this Easter peace, this Easter love. Yeah. Um, not just at Easter, but. Year round, because that's the, because we have been created to live in such a way. Yeah, and and some of the great saints of of the of the church speak about this. They speak about God's desire um, to be with us. And it doesn't mean everything we're, we're never going to have a bad day, but but it's how do we live with Jesus in the bad days? Yes, exactly. You know, that's what it's about. How do we live with Jesus in 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 the suffering and the pain and our own poverty? 
and the misery that we all experience this part of life. I mean, mm-hmm. this is part of the human experience, but we don't have to l- live in it where it kind of takes over and, and leads us down a path that's, uh, that's, that's not of God. Yeah. Well, Bishop, as always, it's great to talk to you, and we're done already. We're out of time. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this it, goes so fast, I already got started. <laughs> I know it, and uh, we'll definitely invite you back again. I would appreciate you being Thank here and you. giving these very Thank practical you. insights in terms of how we accept uh, the mercy and love of God in I mean, It's lives. just about saying yes to the Lord's mercy. Lord Jesus, I want this mercy today from you, and please pour it out upon me in abundance. Imagine if we got up every morning and asked for that specifically. Yep. The world would be a different place today. Exactly. Well, thanks, Bishop. I appreciate that. Uh, we're uh, coming up on our 10-minute 10, 10 tour around the area, looking at the various events that are happening throughout this area. And later in the show, Father William Slattery um, from Fargo, Bismarck, or excuse me, from the Fargo Diocese, will unpack a practical application of God's mercy in our own lives um, and in events that are coming up. So there's much more with us on Real Presence Live. Please stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Thanks for listening. Live, engaging, and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you want your business's message to be heard by a dedicated audience during one of our biggest on-air fundraisers of the year? Tune in to the RPR Network for our Spring Live Drive, which runs Wednesday, May 8th through Friday, May 10th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time. It's a family reunion as we bring you great stories of how the Lord has touched the people you know through Catholic Radio. To become a sponsor of the Spring Live Drive, contact me, Brett Byler, by calling 605-670-8333. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Rapid City Catholic Schools welcomes you to the 39th Annual Mayfest Auction and Dinner Saturday, May 4th at the Rushmore Plaza Civic Center's LaCroix Hall starting at 5 p.m. The event's theme is An Evening in Paris, and there will be a live and silent auction with hundreds of great items where all registered bidders will be entered in a drawing for one student to receive one year of free tuition. Event tickets are $65. For more information, contact Liz at 605-348-1477. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus mystic monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, first communion, and confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest additions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com. 
You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning once again. You're with us on Real Presence Live coming from Rapid City, South Dakota this morning. Um, Beautiful day out here in Rapid City, and we're glad to have you with us. Uh, we've had some great guests on, and we've done straight talk, and we're now ready to make do that famous 10-minute tour. There's the car. All right, so we're ready to start this. We've got some wonderful things. First um, first event, we have David with us. Uh, David, can you tell us what you're here to talk, share about on our 10-minute tour? Yes. Good morning. We will be celebrating the Divine Mercy Sunday at the Cathedral of Christ the King in Superior, Wisconsin, this coming Sunday from 1 to 3. We will be celebrating the Oceans of Divine Mercy. We will be, confessions will be offered during that two hours. We will have a rosary. We will have Eucharistic adoration. We will have a litany of Divine Mercy. And at the 3 o'clock, the Holy Hour, we will have the Chaplet of Divine Mercy recited. And during that time, if you come to the cathedral at 1111 Belknap Street, don't be put off by all the cars because we're also having our chicken dinner, our annual chicken dinner. So come down and eat and then go up and be, have your soul fed. It's all important. But it's, we celebrate this wonderful Divine Mercy. And we, re- we remember Jesu Yufam Tobie, Jesus, I trust in you. Um, so important. This you bet. And you that's been given us. Did you mention that there's confessions to David? Yes. We have two right. priests available, and they will be there for the full two hours. Wonderful. So it sounds like a great event and a great opportunity for you, um, for those of you living in Superior, Wisconsin, or in the immediate area, Divine Mercy yes. Sunday. And I'm sure yes, that's I going on. Yes, Go ahead. and I'll also throw in that our sister cathedral in Duluth, Minnesota, Holy Rosary, will be doing something similar at the same time, as you can't get over to Superior. Well, wonderful. Well, we look forward to that. Appreciate you being on with us, David, to talk about Divine Mercy Sunday and the events that are happening in Superior, Wisconsin, and in Duluth. So, God bless and take care. Uh-huh. Blessing. You bet. You bet. Take care. Bye now. Divine Mercy is a great ce- uh, celebration, so want to make sure you take advantage of that. Next, we have Sarah on the line, going to speak with us about a movie coming up. Right, Sarah? That's right. Uh, We are hosting a film screening in Cloquet, Minnesota. Um, Just a little background. Last month, there was a bill introduced in the Minnesota legislature that would give doctors the legal right to prescribe lethal medication to their dying patients. This bill has been called the most permissive and aggressive assisted suicide bill introduced in the U.S. to date by national experts. And it could have devastating consequences for the most vulnerable people in our communities, the sick and the elderly, people with disabilities, veterans, and those who suffer from mental illness. And to fight this dangerous law, we formed the Minnesota Alliance for Ethical Healthcare, a statewide coalition dedicated to fighting assisted suicide legislation here in Minnesota. We've been active since 2016, and we want to inform as many people about this issue as we can. So we're hosting a free public screening of a documentary called Fatal Flaws, Legalizing Assisted Death. This film follows the stories of individuals who have been impacted by aid and dying laws, as well as their families and their doctors. You'll hear from activists, nonprofit workers, and politicians on both sides of the issue, and learn about how assisted suicide and euthanasia have played out in Europe and North America, and how it could affect us here in Minnesota. So immediately following the film will be a presentation and a group discussion about the potential impact of legalized assisted suicide in Minnesota. 
We're hosting it at Queen of Youth School in Cloquet, Minnesota at 7 o'clock tonight. And you can learn more about this event by finding us on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle is at EthicalCareMN. Again, that's at EthicalCareMN. Whether you're a doctor, a medical student, a social worker, if you have elderly, chronically ill or disabled family or friends, or if you're just a concerned citizen, you won't want to miss it. And we want to give a big thank you to our host at Queen of Peace. Well, thank you, Sarah. Appreciate that. We look forward to that. Hope that people can come and see that wonderful film and talk about the very important topic. So thanks again, Sarah, for being with us and sharing with us um, the Fatal Flaw movie coming up uh, tonight. Next, we have, um, we're going all the way to the west um, to Gillette, and we're going to talk to Marla. Marla, how are you? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm good. And what do you have to share with us today? Well, we are having an evangelization retreat this weekend. It's called Awakening the Spirit, and it will begin tomorrow evening at 5 and run until Sunday about 3. Um, We would like to invite anyone who would like the chance to get in touch with the movement of the Holy Spirit in their lives to join us for that. All right, that sounds good. And and where is it and what's the cost and all those things? It is at St. Matthew's Parish. Um, Family Life Center. We're at 1000 Butler Faith Road. We um, are charging a $50 fee, but we do have scholarships. So if that's a problem, don't worry about it. We want to make sure that everybody has the chance to do this retreat. And if money is an issue, then we will make sure that you can do it without uh, worry on that. All right. And if there's anybody that they can want to contact for more information, who would that be? That would be me. I am here at 682-3319 until 5 o'clock, and if they need to call me after that time, it's 307-680-6911. All right. Those are the two numbers. One of them, I assume, is work, and the other one is your uh, personal number. So That is correct, yes. All right. And give those numbers once more. Uh, The work number is 307 682-3319 and my personal number is 307-680-6911 Great, Marla. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. you, God bless. Take care. That would be a wonderful retreat to to experience in in Gillette. So we look forward to that and invite people to consider that April 26, 27, and 28. And we all we move now to Millie, um, going clear across South Dakota back to Minnesota to Blooming Prairie. Millie, how are you? I'm good, thank you. And tell us about your event, Millie. My event is a spring fair that's coming up this Sunday, April 28th, at St. Colin Manus Church. We're located at 114 East Main Street in Blooming Prairie, Minnesota. And we have our regularly scheduled Mass at 10 a.m. that morning, and our Spring Fair starts at 10.30, and it goes until 1 p.m. All right. Sounds wonderful. And and, uh, is there a cost involved, and what's available? There is a cost involved. Um, It it will um, encompass uh, a roast beef dinner. We've got roast beef with all the trimmings and desserts. And that's available for a price of $8 for adults, $5 for children 6 to 12, and children 5 and under are free. We, we will also have a bake sale, uh, so treats will be available for purchase. 
And we'll also have a silent quilt auction. We'll have a couple of quilts available that can be bid on as well. And we'll also have that activities that are available for children. Oh, it sounds wonderful. Sounds like a great opportunity to come together and be a part of a, of a parish family. So uh, look, it sounds like something people will look forward to and enjoy every year. So, yes. Well, yes, thanks, we for, uh, so. Millie, for you bet. Thanks for being will, uh, with us um, today on on uh, on the ten minute tour, and we look forward to people enjoying that spring event with you. So, thanks again. God thank bless. You. Thank you very much. Bye bye. All right. Well, it looks like they're very close to wrapping up our events um, for the, the four of those that we uh, listed um, for the um, for this 10-minute tour. Um, appreciate all of that. Um, if you have an event or uh, something that you would like to get on the air, you're invited to call Brandon at 877-795-0122, 877-795-0122 to have your event put on the air so that uh, in, in at, on, on either on Tuesdays or Wednesdays or Thursdays when Real Presence uh, is on, Radio is on the, on the air. So please take advantage of that. Coming up next, we will see Christ in those, do we see Christ in those imprisoned? Do, uh, Deacon Stu, um, I think it's London from Fargo Diocese will share with us his experience of jail ministry and what it means to bring Christ to those in jail, a, a ministry that I think is uh, vitally important. And later on after that, we're going to have an encounter the author of Divine Mercy, Father William Slattery from the Fargo Diocese as well, will be sharing with us uh, on that. So please stay with us. We look forward to having you with us on Real Presence Live for our last half hour. Take care. This is Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, live on the Real Presence Radio Network. At the University of Mary, we offer a world-class education that's truly affordable. 99% of our students receive scholarships, and we offer a groundbreaking year-round campus option to earn your bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a master's in four. That means less cost, less debt, and a tremendous boost in your lifetime earnings. For these reasons and more, we're the nation's most affordable, serious Catholic university. Discover more at cometomary.com. That's cometomary.com. Rochester Catholic Schools welcomes you to an all-new Hearts of Gold, Friday, April 26, starting at 6.30 p.m. at the brand-new Hilton in downtown Rochester. The event's theme is Cirque in the City, and there will be a cocktail party atmosphere with cuisine available at several unique food stations, plus a VIP hour at 5.30. Individual tickets and host table options are available by visiting rcsmn.org backslash hearts of gold people think a and b is in the copier business but we're not we are in the people business whether it's coffee and water managed print services document management or our newest editions of promo gear and managed it services we've got you covered at a and b we're number two because our customers are number one we can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com.
We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. Do you want your business's message to be heard by a dedicated audience during one of our biggest on-air fundraisers of the year? Tune in to the RPR Network for our Spring Live Drive, which runs Wednesday, May 8th through Friday, May 10th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time. It's a family reunion as we bring you great stories of how the Lord has touched the people you know through Catholic Radio. To become a sponsor of the Spring Live Drive, contact me, Brett Byler, by calling 605-670-8333. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now, back to more Real Presence Live. Good morning once again. Here we are at Real Presence Radio Live from Rapid City, South Dakota. Um, it's good to have you with us. Uh, if you're just joining us, we've had some wonderful uh, conversations today, um, focusing a, a lot on, on the mercy of God and, and Divine Mercy Sunday coming up this weekend. And so it's been a, a wonderful morning together. And we're joined now by uh, Deacon Stu Lawton. Um, from the Fargo Diocese. Um, Deacon, how are you today? I'm well, Father. Thank you. How are you? Good. Great. Great. It's good to have you with us, um, to be with us, to talk about um, prison ministry. This is not something that a lot of people do in their life. Um, but before we get into that, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your own um, ministry. Well, I worked for AT&T for 31 years, and um, during the last uh, 10 years of that, I was drawn to the diaconate by a fellow deacon in our parish, and uh, uh, entered uh, diaconate formation in uh, 96 or 97, I think it was. And part of my apprenticeship was uh, prison ministry. My pastor asked me to go over to our local county jail, which was within our parish boundaries, St. Mm -hmm. Anthony of Fargo. And uh, I remember going into that old jail built in 1906 and thinking, what am I doing here? <laughs> and then I don't know what I'm doing. And uh, I asked the... Uh, Holy Spirit, I said, Holy Spirit, just be with me. And uh, I'm known as a talker. I talk a lot. And, uh, but when I get in the jail, I don't talk. I ask questions and listen. And uh, Holy Spirit guided me very well in that. Uh, so what is your role? What, what, uh, how would you describe your, your uh, ministry or your role in the, in the jail or prison ministry? Well, from um, July... 9th 2000 to uh, September 18th 2009 I was at the jail as a volunteer I'd retired from my company very early I was able to retire at age 49 hmm. and I spent uh, those nine years basically full-time as uh, the only Catholic chaplain at our county jail dealing with uh, uh, evangelical and uh, Lutheran uh, people and um, uh, I would uh, became, you know, I mean, they would call me any time of the day. Uh, and I also did uh, visits to people who had lost um, family members, death calls, they call them. And I uh, did that for a long time. I would go out to the jail every morning and just wander around to the various pods and visit with people, and uh, uh, both men and women at that time, and then uh, uh, just listen. And uh, it was, it was a, a wonderful experience. I had gone to um, a priest who had been in 
prison ministry for six years at a state prison, and I asked his advice. I said, is there anything I can do, any course I can take up at the university or books I can read? And he looked at me and he said, no, Stu, either you've got it or you don't, or the Holy Spirit's going to give it to you or you won't. But I will tell you two things. Number one, when you walk out of that door after each time you visit, try and figure out which 50% of what you heard in that jail you can believe because they will lie to you. Second, realize that 95% of the people in the jail are there because of drugs and alcohol. And after a year of visiting and starting a conversation of, Hi, how are you? My name is Stu Longton. And, uh, you know, where are you from? Got any family? Oh, how did you grow up? Where would you go to school? Did you graduate from high school? That type of thing. That got the conversation going. I made it a point never to ask why they were there. And if they told Mm -hmm. me, fine. If they didn't, that's okay, too. And uh, I found out after about a year that Father was completely wrong on the second point. First point he was right on. The people in jail, people are are rotating into jail with a 66% recidivism rate where they will return within three years. It's invariable. uh, It was a, a situation in when they said, uh, uh, you know, they will lie to you because they've been lied to all their life. They thought it was normal, and they told you what they wanted to hear. The second point, though, I found out that the drugs and alcohol were not the main cause for people being there. It was completely and unbelievably dysfunctional families. And that's where Divine Mercy comes in. Uh, dude, listening, we're listening to just a minute. Excuse, me, we're listening to uh, Deacon Stu Longton from um, the Fargo Diocese, who does prison ministry. This is Father Mike Malloy with Real Presence Live, and um, you were talking about um, your ministry there and what you've learned about them. Um, Deacon, when you um, walk into the prison and you and you meet a, an inmate for the first time, uh, what are your th- initial thoughts about them? Well, initial thoughts are, you know, you, you you look at them and you say, okay, you know, what is what what can I do? What do you want me to do, Holy Spirit? You know, let me know. And you sit down with them and then just start asking questions that are, uh, you know, simple, and nothing probing or anything like that. Just, hey, where are you from? And when you do that, that allows them to come out with what they want to come out with. And over time in meeting with people over, you know, county jails are usually four months to five months maximum stays prior to moving on or serving out a small or short sentence. No more than one year in a county jail in North Dakota. Uh, if, if their sentence is a year and a day, then they have to go to the big house out in uh, Bismarck. And when you talk to them, when you see them, it's, you've, you're sized up by them, and you're looking at them, sizing up, how can I help? And um, in those times that you're there, the... Uh, Divine Mercy definitely works. Uh, it's, it's, it's exactly what it is because they have someone they can talk to who's impartial, someone who's not going to condemn them, not anyone who can um, you know, solve their problems because directly I can't, as a, as, a, as a chaplain, you can't help them financially. That's not allowed. You can't bring things into them. That's not allowed, other than rosaries, Bibles, study guides, things like that. And so you're, you're pretty much neutral, but they recognize that this is something that they, 
they remember from their childhood. I found most of the jail inmates that I met had about a fifth or sixth grade religious education level. After that, it was nothing. Uh, a lot of Catholics, a lot of Protestants. Um, so they have, uh, they have an ability to, to learn. And over time, it was, it was great in that they, hmm. they, they respond. Some of them wouldn't. They're hardened. But you have to realize everybody's broken, including myself. And you go in there and you just try and give from what you have to them in attention, care, love, and it pays. Uh, Great. A couple and Deacon, stories if of, someone is, if, I was going to say, Deacon, if someone was interested in getting involved in uh, prison ministry, how would they do that? If someone in their area, in, in listening area, would, you know, would like to do this, how would they get involved? Okay, first of all, go to your pastor, because your pastor has already probably been involved in any county jail operation or prison jail operation in their area. Uh, my pastor is the uh, chaplain for the, our police department here in Fargo, Catholic chaplain. Uh, now, this new pastor we have, not new, but the, the one that I have now, and go to your pastor and say, hey, what do I have to do? And uh, you may have the ability to get in with uh, credentials. There's quite a, I mean, there's a vetting process, of course. They, uh, sure. Jails all have a vetting process, and any organization that is running it has a vetting process. So I would go to your pastor first and say if, if you're interested in that. It's not for everybody. I've had men come right. visit with me for three or four times, and I say, it's just not it. That, I, I'm not there. I'm not there. Yeah. Well, Deacon, it's really been really good visiting with you, and uh, I, there's no doubt we have a, a county jail here, and there's no doubt that this is a ministry that is vitally important um, for those who are called to it and those who um, hear that invitation. So appreciate you spending time with us you and bet. sharing with us your insights, and uh, look forward to... Uh, um, uh, whatever it is that God has in store for those who might be interested in that ministry. So take care, Deacon. Have a good, great day. Okay, thank you, Father Malloy. God bless. You bet. So that was uh, um, listening to Deacon Stu Longton about his ministry uh, to, in the prisons, and I've had a little experience of that myself, and it is vitally important that that the the men that are and women that are inside uh, prisons have the opportunity to be a visit with. Coming up next... Um, we're going to have the last of our of our segments. Um, we're going to um, talk to someone about the experience experiencing the beauty of God's mercy. Father William Slattery will be with us at the Real Presence Live continues. So stay with us for this last and wonderful part of our show this morning. Looking forward to it. Take care. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. France, an enchanting country known for its elegance and richness and an incredible Catholic history spanning centuries, set out to explore this history on the Saints and Sanctuaries of Catholic France pilgrimage, October 10th through the 20th, 2019, with spiritual director Father Chuck Huck. You'll have a chance to pray at St. Catherine of Labarade Church in Paris, explore the Basilica of St. Therese of Lisieux, spend two days in Lourdes, plus so much more. To reserve your seat, visit worldstrides.com register. Trip number 166594. 
Rapid City Catholic Schools welcomes you to the 39th annual Mayfest Auction and Dinner Saturday, May 4th at the Rushmore Plaza Civic Center's LaCroix Hall starting at 5 p.m. The event's theme is An Evening in Paris, and there will be a live and silent auction with hundreds of great items where all registered bidders will be entered in a drawing for one student to receive one year of free tuition. Event tickets are $65. For more information, contact Liz at 605-348-1477. The 34th Annual Bike Race and Ride between the NDSU and UND Newman Centers is Saturday, April 27th from 8 a.m. till noon. To register for the 25-mile race and ride from Hillsboro to Caledonia and back, all riders must stop by St. Paul's Newman Center in Fargo Friday, April 26th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. St. Paul's Newman Center's goal is to raise $175,000. For more information, contact Emma Hergenroder at emma at bisoncatholic.org. Do you want your business's message to be heard by a dedicated audience during one of our biggest on-air fundraisers of the year? Tune in to the RPR Network for our Spring Live Drive, which runs Wednesday, May 8th through Friday, May 10th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time. It's a family reunion as we bring you great stories of how the Lord has touched the people you know through Catholic Radio. To become a sponsor of the Spring Live Drive, contact me, Brett Byler, by calling 605-670-8333. All right, welcome back to Real Presence Live for our final segment in this this morning's show. It's been a great show and talking about the mercy and love of God and it's been uh, inspirational and at least for me, I hope it has been for all of you listening out there. Um, And we're joined by our final guest, Father William Slattery from uh, the Diocese of Fargo. Uh, Good morning, Father, how are you? I'm doing well, how are you, Father? Well, good, it's good to have you with us and they... uh, you told me, and we had in, in the break that you've been ordained for four years, and I've been ordained for forty years. So, yes. um, uh, you know, one of the things I really enjoy is visiting with young priests because you come with a freshness and an aliveness and a newness that really is, is sometimes very, very helpful for those of us who have been in the trenches a long time. So, it'll be good to visit with you, Father. I'm looking forward to it. So, well, thank you, um, Father. Uh, I'm you glad to uh, be with you today. You bet. So we've been talking uh, a lot today about God's mercy. Definition of mercy, according to the um, Webster's Dictionary, is compassion or forbearance shown especially to an offender or to one subject to one's power. Um, So we offend God fairly often, I'm guessing. Um, I I certainly know that I do, um, through our sinfulness. So how can we, uh, from your vantage point, Father, your your years of ministry and and your life lived uh, in the the church, how can we encounter um, his mercy knowing that we oftentimes sin? Yeah, I think uh, a good link with uh, the celebration of this Sunday's uh, commemoration of God's mercy for us uh, is, is what we've been practicing in the season of Lent. Uh, that through penance we humble our pride, we reveal those areas where we have weakness, where we show how we've turned away from God, and at the same time then we manifest our similarity with other people. Penance helps us to show our, our likeness towards others. And uh, in, the, in that, I think compassion can grow in our heart, uh, compassion for others, seeing how, how alike we really are in our sinfulness and need for God, and, and grow invites us to trust in him more. And, uh, mm-hmm. and so I think uh, this whole t- 
time of the celebration of this season of Lent has been a preparation then for us to embrace that mercy in, in its authenticity, um, to truly receive uh, that forbearance and patience uh, out of out of a you know authentic desire for love, not just merely uh, obedience or servants, but uh, to to really have that filial heart grow in our in our our own hearts. Yes. You mentioned the, um, the the compassion, the recognition of that we we stand together as uh, sinful people. I find that especially true in the sacrament of of confession, um, when people come in, and I think they're they're concerned because it's like that father's going to somehow look at me and and look down on me or or be surprised. And what I find is the exact opposite. There's this overwhelming sense of of identity and and um, a connection that comes because I recognize the, this mercy and love of God that's given to all of us, and we all sin. Um, so that compassion is very evident in, uh, for me at least, when I celebrate the sacrament of reconciliation with people. Is that your experience as well? Oh yes, and even though it's been only been four years, you've got much uh, more experience on your hand. But uh, but yeah, I find that the same way. And also, I, I think uh, you know one of the surprising notes that I, I find is when I kind of jump in the line myself and my clerics uh, and express my need for the sacrament. Uh, I think it, it uh, surprises people a little that uh, we often, you know, I think as priests grow up, uh, you know, we go to the sacrament, we, we don't do it uh, publicly necessarily. Yes. But uh, I think it's a fun sign to just pop in the line. You get some looks, but I think it's an expression then of, of us, uh, again, journeying on the way together together. Uh, we we are united in our our need for his mercy. Absolutely. Um, I, when we have um, you know, penance services or, or opportunities for that, where there's a lot of people present, <clears throat> I've often gone to confession first. Said, "Excuse me, just a minute. I'll be right back." But <laughs> and and I really think it helps people to appreciate um, the fact that we're not coming at them as perf- perfect people. We're coming at them as instruments of the mercy and love of God. As, as being that Christ present to them, uh, allowing them to speak, allowing the Lord to speak to them of his mercy and love. So um, <clears throat> can you talk a little bit more about your experience of how receiving the sacrament of confession um, helps us to, I mean, how does this mercy and love of God grow in our lives through through the use of that sacrament? Uh, well, I think you kind of have two two aspects uh, one in the sacrament of confession, uh, we have the experience of growth. Uh, one in the the knowledge of our sin. Uh, so uh, by going regularly, we uh, we grow to know ourselves, our our own struggles with habitual sin and even venial sinfulness. And with that, uh, you know, our our conscience grows, drawing us uh, away from those traps uh, that Satan ensnares us with, uh, and also helps us and directs us closer to how we stay in relationship with God. What also grows is uh, then that act, action of sorrow. Um, we see the dominance of sin not only in our lives, but then again reflecting in the world and in others, the dominance and power of sin that it seems to be evident. Uh, and in expressing that sorrow, then we find then our need for God more in our own life. Uh, and that uh, leads then to the second part. Uh, after growth uh, comes action. Uh, you know, having that penance given to us, uh, expressing our contrition out loud, uh, it is an invitation then to to love, uh, to make remedy uh, for the sin that we've committed and the sins in the world. Uh, 
and they really take on that uh, that function of being in uh, another Christ in the world. Mm, that's beautiful. <clears throat> You're listening to Father William Slattery, who I think has um, has far more wisdom than his years of priesthood would suggest. Because um, what you just talked about, Father, is <clears throat> is is wonderful. So, so what does? How do you translate that? You know, you, as you said, we go to the sacrament. We grow in our appreciation of God's mercy and love for us. And, you know, we recognize uh, the commonality of our sinfulness. How then do we go out and show that mercy to others in, in a concrete sort of way? Well, I think, uh, one, uh, as Christians, we, we live by word and deed. And so I think with our words, uh, one of the easiest ways after, uh, after confession is uh, praying for others, right? Petition, intercession, the way through which we, uh, we build a compassion that's needed to uh, solve sinfulness in our own lives, right? I mean, I mean, I'm a normal person like everyone else. The hidden resentments that we have, uh, jealousy, or or even the even the pride or haughtiness that we can have in our own individual lives. The only way to overcome that is to uh, really grow in compassion for others. And so, praying for others afterwards in petition and intercession uh, is a way through which we can develop that, overcome our sinfulness, and. Uh, also, then again, in words as well, not only praying for others, but speaking well of others, uh, sharing your story of mercy or love, of what you've experienced in freedom, uh, becomes a way we announce the the real meaning of Easter, our triumph over sin and death, and then going on to the word part, uh, from word to lead to deed. Uh, you know, these are actions of love that, whether in our own family, invitations to uh, courageous acts of charity um, to make remedy for the you know errors that we sow in our, our lives and the lives of others, whether that's uh, giving you know extra hands around for chores for you know young kids or being more patient with children as as parents, which is uh, you know both as a teacher, <laughs> I, I see uh, parents struggles more often every day. <laughs> I just had second yes. graders last night, uh, and they try your patience, but uh, I think you are are again strengthened by the sacrament to respond. In, in a more graceful way. Yes, I would, I would agree. I, I think that I think that's important, and I, I I'm always humbled when I hear somebody else say to me, um, "When I'll I'll make some sort of reference about something that is negative or critical, or I'm upset about something," and I always hear back from someone else saying to me, "Well, yes, but you know, if you understood, or if you were in their place, or I can understand where they're coming from." And I always, I'm always, it's a manifestation of God's mercy and love that I see reflected in other people when they can look at someone else and not immediately see what's wrong with them, but, but have a real compassionate heart to understand why they're struggling or having difficulty at that given moment. So <clears throat> I think that's, uh, it, it's real important. Yeah. Uh, I think, too, like, they look at the challenges we face in our society today, that this is the kind of great call we have as Christians to to come to meet those challenges, um, not as uh, people who are superior to others, but really as people who are desiring uh, not only our good, but the good of all. Yes, I think that's very important. So <clears throat> um, it, or do you have any stories about how, how the mercy of God has been manifested in, in your life or in, the, in your ministry or in the world today that would... Uh, Give us something to kind of wrap up our conversation and give us something to think about for the as we move forward. Uh, yeah, I think uh, 
you know, one of the things I got to do as a uh, seminarian was uh, I got to work and live in a uh, alcohol recovery center in Omaha, Nebraska. And it was there that I saw lots of, obviously, human woundedness, but uh, experienced also, again, the call for mercy and compassion and how that triumphs in people's lives. There's an example of one man who, you know, squandered all of his dad's money, would go to Mexico and uh, binges and uh, came to the alcohol recovery clinic and uh, really turned his life around. Um, and then so much so that, again, you know, was able to really then accept his father's love, uh, not only restore that relationship, but renew it, uh, not just in the sense of being able to live uh, kind of with his parents again and kind of bull up his wife, but even have a relationship with his father uh, mm. and restore some of those wounds he sowed in his family. It's great to see those experiences uh, there. My own life, though, uh, you know, I, I see that all the time, <laughs> yep. you know, just uh, in my struggles uh, and how I work with my coworkers and even the students I teach. I uh, need to grow. I need to be compassionate. Great, been great visiting with you. I've enjoyed it. Maybe someday we'll have our paths will cross. We'll be able to visit Father William Slattery from the Fargo Diocese. Thank you for being with us and sharing about the mercy and love of God and how it becomes real in our lives. Appreciate you being with us. All right, God bless you, Father, for your work. Thanks. You bet. Bye bye. And uh, we, we're, our show is coming to an end, but obviously there's many more ahead of us. So um, we have our Eli here with us to talk about what's coming up next in the next uh, Real Presence show. Thank you, Father. Here's what's coming up on that next show. That's going to be Tuesday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, hosted by Father Brian Gross. There is a beauty of cathedrals and churches that points us to God. How do we encounter the divine through these church structures? Father James Morgan of the Diocese of Sioux Falls will help us explore this mystery. And there are many corporations that support improving the quality of life, but do they all incorporate faith? Robert from Catholic Charities of Southern, Nord- Southern Minnesota will share how their organization brings Christ to, the, to those they serve, despite facing pressure from the secular world. And everyone is called to evangelize in the world today. How can we do that? Father Tom of the Diocese of Fargo will help equip us with the tools for evangelization and preview a summit coming up soon. That and a whole lot more is coming up on Tuesday's edition of Real Presence Live, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, only here on the RPR Network. Father? That is wonderful. Sounds like a great show coming up. I'm looking forward to to being able to participate in that and and, uh, listen to the various guests that are there. So, well, it brings us kind of to the end of our our show here. We uh, had some great guests on. Excuse me, we had some great guests on and we... uh, had uh, some wonderful conversation with Straight Talk and uh, um, missed Andy not being with us, but um, we knew he had important things to do in terms of educating the, the little ones. So we look forward to having him back with us uh, next month. And uh, we look forward to having everybody else here too, um, here of uh, the, the rest of the listening audience coming to listen to us on the Real Presence Live, both for our show and for the other shows that go on on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at, at uh, 9 Central Time. So we hope that you can be with us and, and spend time with us. Dan, thanks for monitoring all of the uh, equipment, which is not my forte at all. Um, I'm, I'm, I can talk. Absolutely, but that's a, <laughs> But that's about all I can do. <laughs> so I'm grateful that you're here. It gives me a chance to, to be calm and to focus on what's going on. So we thank all of you for being with us and listening to us on Real Presence Live. Please continue to stay uh, stay tuned. There's much more to come in the in the in the day ahead and in the in the in the days ahead. So 
We look forward to it all, and, and God bless you, and have a wonderful Easter season. Remember, the Lord is risen, and the mercy and love of God is waiting for you. Just all you have to do is ask, and God will give that to you and bless you with his presence. So have a wonderful day, and God bless you all. This has been Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. Real Presence Live brings you local hosts and guests every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central. Hear the encore of the Tuesday show on Saturday from 6 to 8 a.m. Central, the encore of the Wednesday show from 8 to 10, and the encore of the Thursday show from 10 to noon. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through our Facebook page, Real Presence Live, local, engaging, live on the Real Presence radio network.